Hello, everyone. This is Richard Robertson from the Dean's Office. So with me today is Tim Dixon, and I'm really excited to talk to, to Tim. Uh, it was a long going, <laughs> don't know if you uh, quite know how long I hoped we would have an outstanding orchestra conductor at Messiah <laughs> and build an orchestra here. Oh. And, wow. uh, <laughs> and um, in fact, we had a failed search once for that uh, while I was, while I was right. department yeah. chair. And um, as you know, I even conducted the orchestra a couple of years way back in the 80s. And, I will um, tell you what I was doing in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't conducting orchestras. Right, right. And uh, yeah, I think that was around 88 and 89. And uh, I have some fond memories of that. But uh, while I enjoy conducting, it convinced me that I really am a pianist. And um, <laughs> <laughs> funny, can, yeah, playing piano convinces me I'm a conductor. Right. Fair, right? <laughs> it's a good swap. We're, we're yeah, keeping right. things in that's balance right. here. There's balance. Uh, so, um, so anyway, it's, it's wonderful to talk with you today, Tim. And uh, we've got an orchestra nice concert coming. Coming up, yes. This uh, this Friday, Friday night, evening, that's Friday right. evening at seven thirty is all our concerts are that's now right. in yeah. Palmer Hall, and um, and it's going to be a wonderful evening. But first, I just want to kind of go back. You came to Messiah in yeah. two thousand two. I that's believe that's right. Fall of two thousand two, mm-hmm. fresh off of my uh, doctoral program at the University of Iowa. Yes. In fact, I I got hooded. Uh, maybe I think a week before I moved here mm-hmm. <laughs> in August. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So you were one of the fortunate ones that didn't have to finish up after you started teaching. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, I, I, I remember I, I was offered the job actually on Valentine's Day, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. It was actually mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day. And then that weekend as I was flying back to Iowa City, I was sketching out a plan to finish the degree before the semester started. <laughs> I had a rough idea. I said, well, I'll probably stay another year. It takes a little while to find a job, but uh, no, no, I think I can do this. I think I can do this. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was before I convinced my wife to move to Pennsylvania, but I, th- I thought that was where we were at. Was that a hard so. sell? Or, uh... um, you know, only in the sense that she had never been here before. Right, so, right. you know, it's, and, and there's, you know, you get into gender roles and moving for, you know, one person's and that's that was that that was difficult in that sense, but a lot of really good conversations Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. um, and really thinking through it. And, but, you know, I I was, I was confident she would like it here. And, and we knew that I, my wife teaches elementary music kindergarten through fifth grade. I, we both knew that we would have to move for my job <laughs> because yes. there are just a lot fewer of those. Yes, yes. Uh, and yes. then it would be easier for her to find a job, and we were very fortunate. And she's been she in did. one job since she got here. She, I mean, she found it right off the bat, right? We did, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, when we came back to find a place to live, mm-hmm. um, uh, we scheduled, we, we thought that part would be easy, so we, we scheduled... Um, it based on a job interview. Mm-hmm. So you know, she applied, started applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. She got a job interview at the Camp Hill Schools. Mm-hmm. And so we set up our house hunting trip for that weekend. Sure, sure. And uh, she got a job and we found a house. And so so everything was supposed to have worked out the way it was supposed to, I guess, because it was great house and great job. And she's been in that job ever since. So, I still yeah. remember your email saying you had found a house and that you would be Lemoinians. Yes. It's the only time I've ever seen <laughs> anyone see Lemoinians. We Lemoinians. That's, right. that's, yeah. that's right. I, I, I think that's the only time I I've ever seen that in print is when I typed it. <laughs> I know I had the same situation. Of course, we were moving here from Texas, and mm-hmm. 
My wife and I are both native Texans. And so Pennsylvania is a pretty far stretch for a Texan. Yeah. And, uh, Absolutely. And I think she was just so happy that I got a job. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Oh, so, that wasn't a waste having going to yes, school all that yes, time. Yeah, yes. for sure. So anyway, so it worked out for us too very well. And we're still here all these, all these many, many years later. Oh, yeah. So, um, well, just say a little bit about how did you find the orchestra when you got here? <laughs> um, I, I found it as a really exciting challenge. Yes. <laughs> it's a, a lot to well build. Well said, yes. Um, yeah, well, I, and there, there are a lot of great things going on here already, a lot of great things in place, a lot of great things, obviously, musically in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the orchestra was... Um, um, we didn't have Needed, a lot. Yeah, we didn't have a lot in the string. We didn't have a lot of string players. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and that that was that was really mm-hmm. it. So that that was the first part of the project. And that that first year, um, we well, we didn't have a cello professor that first year. So we you know uh, uh, tried to figure out how we would uh, make that work. And then we, we started Boy, talking to, <laughs> yes. Yeah, there was, there was, but it was fine that there was no cello professor because there's yeah. nobody to study cello anyway. So, yeah, you know, Nancy Bond taught for so many years. Oh yeah, that's right. Back, Bef- yeah. yeah Bef- in the 80s I, and 90s. Yeah. I saw that in the records. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so that's, that's when we approached the Mendelssohn piano trio. Sure. Uh, talked with Peter Sorotin mm-hmm. and said, Hey, how about if you guys come here and we'll mm-hmm. do some kind of uh, artist residency, and you could teach in the studio areas, coach chamber music. We'll mm-hmm. do something, mm-hmm. and um, that is still yeah, yeah, exactly. That they they came, and you know, Peter and Yating are still teaching here, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. um, and that's been really great. But that's been really that that was really important to the growth sure. of the orchestra program. Sure. It still still is. And then there were some some key students who came. Absolutely, as well that 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 very first year, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of beating bushes and try, mm-hmm. <laughs> try, trying to find students who were here who played strings. So that that was the, the first sure. piece, just so you, we had critical mass. My, my goal the first year was to not hire any string players from off campus to come wow. in and play, but just to do mm-hmm. whatever we could with the students, a, a real messiah orchestra that was messiah students. And we did that. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, uh now, then, am I remembering right? You did the the Dvorak Eighth Symphony. Oh yeah, with one cello. Oh no, no. It, no we, were there two cellos? We, I just remember the bassoon doubling the cellos. Actually, <laughs> no, it was worse than that. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was no. We, we had we had some cellos, but they needed they needed a little extra support. So, yes. um, the bassoon actually answers the big cello uh-huh. line, so I right. couldn't double the bassoon uh, okay. with it. Okay. So it was actually trombone. Trombone, okay. <laughs> which was my wife who was playing in the section. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, you know, you do what you do what you can to make things That's work. That's right. right. That's and, right. Uh, well, it was great when you came, those came back to that symphony a few years yes. later, and we didn't have to do any of we that. Didn't, yeah. Well, and and th- there are a couple things that that. We just did that first year. We just did the finale. We didn't do yes, any of the other yes. three movements, and it was on the final concert of the year, which is when you know when you're at your peak. You've been yes. working together all year, and then a few years later, when we did it, it was the first concert of the year, and we did the whole symphony along with two other pieces. Yes. So yes. That, that that's when we, okay, I, we're we're there, there's progress happening, you yes, know. And, yes. But, yeah. but but each of those orchestras, like I, I still look at the orchestra that first year. I, those students were wonderful, you know. We just where where we were, and we we. Uh, and did. this is this has always been my experience that um, 
you know, we just have wonderful students here. We do. And, and um, uh, we're just missing certain areas sometimes. Yeah, that's, it's that's not, right. It's not bad students. It's just that that's not here this year. And right. we needed to just... We needed to cover those spaces, and we're doing a better and better job of covering Absolutely. those Absolutely, and that, that's that's always the the perpetual <clears throat> challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you know, always being a conductor of a student orchestra, you know, under ideal circumstances of of instrumentation and everything, you're you're still losing twenty five percent of your ensemble or more a year as they graduate, and there's new people coming in, and mm-hmm. so there's always this evolving identity, uh, and always you know a different. It's it's always a different group and different yes. different strengths that yes. they bring to the yes. table and different areas where they mm-hmm. need support and so mm-hmm. that's 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 one of those things if if you if you don't like it you probably should not be conducting any kind of student orchestra yes yes <laughs> because yes. that's what it's always but that I I that's something I embrace but. well and that's where we're like one of, that's just another way that we're like athletics you know absolutely <clears throat> the coaches have to re- reshape the team mm-hmm. every year because. There are new people coming in and, and seniors going out, and or at least those who are graduating. That's right. At whatever level. And uh, and it's just a new thing. But I also remember Linda Tedford saying once that, uh, you know, uh, she was losing some singers from the, the chorale and, uh, uh, and saying, uh-huh. you know, if I wasn't at Messiah, I would be freaking out right now. But <laughs> <laughs> because this happens to me every year at Messiah, right. I'm used to it and I know it'll be okay. Well, that's, you know? that's right. And that, that was, I, I remember that, you know, I used to conduct the West Shore Symphony. Yes. They had a much more stable personnel yeah. year to year. And I, and I do remember that after about the fifth year of that, oh, Right. This is a different kind of thing. I'm yes. not, you know, <laughs> there are <laughs> no rebuilding. seniors graduating. Yes, yes, it's, yeah. you know, it's that happens every year. Well, one of the one of the highlights that I still remember uh, there for a while, I guess, because Miller Auditorium was uh, so busy in those days oh. when we were all crowded into <laughs> yes. Climbing Haga. Oh, yes. And you started you started performing up in the chapel. Uh, yes. In Hoster Chapel, that's right, and uh, it was uh, an interesting feat to put the orchestra <laughs> to, on that to little, try to fit the, that odd yeah. stage. It's not not designed not, to be a stage ideal. for orchestras. It's designed to be a church, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> especially in those days, it probably worked oh. a little better now than it did at the time because they oh, redesigned yes. it some. Right, right. But um, uh, <clears throat> but at any rate, what I remember is the a performance of the Saint-Saëns Organ Symphony. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we all remember that as a turning point, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, really, it really yeah. is true that and that that whole season. Uh-huh. Uh, but yes, that performance in particular, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, and, and that you know, the big reason we performed there was initially was it, it was a, just a practical reason because if you're going to do the Saint-Saëns organ symphony, you probably you should have probably an organ. Probably should, yeah. yeah. And there and, is one in the chapel. That's yeah. where the organ was. <laughs> um, but it was also. Um, a really great space for a piece that you know it's a that that's a piece that's not um, you know it's it's not overtly uh, religious in any way, but it has a like a majesty sort of a yes it does the, and 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 you know part part of that is uh, is the organ, mm-hmm. uh, but but it just it feels right being in a chapel. Yes, you know? yeah, and, uh, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And the acoustics are very different in that obviously yes. in that chapel than they would be in Miller. Miller That's much right. drier kind of acoustic. Yeah, and I think we we had also that same concert uh, done the Von Williams Fantasia on a theme of Thomas oh, Tallis, sure. which, which the strings would just be. That's so much a more wonderful lush. place. Yes, yes it's a yeah. wonderful place for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah, that was also the year we uh, went to PMEA. 
uh, for, we were accepted for the first time to the ah, PM Pennsylvania wonderful. Music Educators Association conference. Yes, and that was all all of a of a piece, you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that was that was a big year. And you've made a few more trips back. We have. And that's, you went to regional NAFME. Yes, we went to NAFME. Yeah, or Rhode, Island? Uh, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yes, because yes. we we did a piece. <laughs> we were a part of a, um, a consortium uh, composition. Mm-hmm. So what's the word? Uh, commission. Commission. Thank you. So I yes. just couldn't think of the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, on with the College Orchestra Directors Association, and um, we. We performed the piece on campus, but then also performed it at that conference. And I remember that because I put the asterisk in the program saying Rhode Island premiere. This might be the smallest, the smallest space for yes. a premiere, but but it, but it was the that, it was that the Rhode States, Island premiere. It was the Rhode Island premiere of the work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But you had already performed it here. Then. We had performed it here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember times. I don't remember it connected with that trip, but I remember times where you've. Played new pieces. And yeah, so oh, yeah, of them. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, over the, over the years. Yeah, and that's that's been a good thing. So anyway, we've done several several uh, premieres through the years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that that's always a tricky balance, you know, because the the orchestra repertoire is is pretty deep, goes pretty far back, and you know, professional really to do professional preparation for students, the students who are planning for careers in music. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so many <laughs> so many composers they need to have acquaintance with yes. that, that just from a pedagogical yes. standpoint yeah. that, you know, sometimes that gets nudged out in a way that is not great. But, right. Uh, but so it's, always, it's always a tricky Venn diagram of programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a balance. You don't want to just be a keeper of the museum. You Absolutely. Know, that's the thing. For, Absolutely. That's, that's I the love the museum, yes. but yes. <laughs> we, we need to add new pieces. <laughs> we sure do. Yeah, it has, needs to be a living living tradition. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's 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 a challenge for all of us right now, of course, with yeah. this, with uh, for the pianists as well. Oh, yeah, of course. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And yeah. For, for some of the same reasons, you know, yes. if you get out, if you like, if you're Working with a professional orchestra, you have to sell tickets, and people people like to hear what they know. Yes, right? understandably, yes. I, I get it. Yeah, I, oh, I know. But yeah, it's always yeah. fun talking to Stuart Molina, you know, because he'll oh, say, "Well, there are, there are ten of this," you know, and he'll, uh-huh. I mean, it's like he has the lists. You yes. know, these are the things that will sell. Yeah, and um, <laughs> you know, it's that's that's good. I'm glad there are still things that will sell. Right. But I, right. I also wish there were places where people would just go to the orchestra to hear just what's to hear something. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's today sound like? See what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we can hope that that happens, and of course, we can hope that it happens purely in the orchestral world and not just with video games and mm-hmm. movies, <laughs> soundtracks, and right. so forth. Right. Although <laughs> that's a great thing as well for orchestras to do. We're glad was- that. People connect with orchestras there, if yeah. nowhere else. Well, yeah. I, was, I was just actually just last night. Mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with a colleague about this, about mm-hmm. how about the additions to the orchestra repertoire in the standard concert. You know, if you think of of, of video game music or mm-hmm. or of film music, that's you know, it's a direct parallel to the incidental music that we yes. play. You know, like like this Friday, we're playing the Pier Gint music yes. from Pier Gint, incidental music to a play. Right? It's the same parallel would be film music, but somehow, with the pretty few exceptions, there's not a lot of film music that's made it to the kind of standard concert repertoire. You know, you get, you get Lieutenant KG, yeah. which we're doing in the spring. Alexander Nevsky. <laughs> Alexander so Nevsky. Yeah. That's right. Some, some Prokofiev <laughs> there. Uh, maybe uh, On the Waterfront by right, Bernstein, right. Uh, Red Pony, mm-hmm. Copeland. Uh, but, but 
But, it's all sort of. But they're they're even there. Back, you're going back to the '50s and '60s. Yeah, going back, to the, and they're and they're kind of on the edges yes. of the concert repertoire. Yeah, you know? right, right. But uh, but the, there is space for that. Orchestras perform John Williams, but they do it on pops concerts. It's all on pops concerts, which is yeah, fine. But it's a it, there's a different kind of legitimacy you lend to it when you put it next to. You know, I heard Scheherazade at the last Harrisburg Symphony concert, and mm -hmm. um, Scheherazade's a fun piece. And uh, I think yeah. maybe this is the second time I've heard Peter play those solos, yes. actually. And, yes, uh, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> and probably um, in the same two performances. I'm not <laughs> sure that I would say that uh, Scheherazade is all that much greater music than John no. Williams. <laughs> no, I, I am right there with you. And it's, yeah. it's a lovely piece and I yeah. enjoy hearing it, but no, I don't. I, yeah. I so, don't so, you know, we just, we need to find a way around these things so mm -hmm. that we can play, play people, play, play music that people enjoy uh, as much as possible. It's interesting, interesting conundrum anyway. It is. And it's, it's something in my role that I, you know, mm -hmm. that that I do struggle with is okay. How how much of that should I be reactive in preparing students for mm -hmm. what for the way it is, mm -hmm. or how much should I be trying to change that through these students coming through? And so I'm right. I'm always you know tossing that around in my head sure. when I'm programming, sure. I'm thinking well, know, and what? all all of that is you're you're preparing them for the world that's as, right that's coming as best you can, right? And so that they can be successful as but that's as a constant dialogue. And, uh, yes, <laughs> or internal yeah. dialogue and external dialogue. Well, when you live at a time of such enormous change as we right. do right now, that's that's going to be difficult to know absolutely how to, how to find your way through it. Well, what are some other highlights? I mean, certainly uh, David Kim being here was a highlight. Yes, yes. Uh, that was terrific. Dave, mm -hmm. David Kim. Um, you know, just a wonderful human being. Of course, an incredible musician, concert master of the Philadelphia Orchestra. Um, uh, but wonderful human being, also uh, a very comfortable talking about his Christian faith, which mm -hmm. of course was great for us. Mm -hmm. And um, I think besides two two big th aside from the performance, two things that really stood out in his visit. One was the conversation we had. We uh, I did a called a conversation with David Kim and just invited folks from around the campus mm -hmm. uh, to come. And it was just I unfortunately <laughs> was at Provost Cabinet. Of course, yeah, there's always <laughs> alas, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> but it was just the two of us on the stage with two chairs and two microphones, and I just asked him questions, and we just had a conversation about about music, about his history, about his faith, uh, how that intersects, and it was great. Um, and the other piece was um, him coaching our string section. Oh, wow. You know, and, and so having, for instance, <laughs> our our principals, our concert master, uh, uh, Brianna at the time, mm -hmm. being coached by the concert master of Philadelphia. the Philadelphia Orchestra, yeah. one of the world's history's great orchestras yes, you know yes. right there it's just uh just really great mm -hmm. and i see you know there's still things that i from that little 45 minute maybe hour-long coaching that i bring to mm -hmm. my coaching everywhere sure. i go and sure. uh, that was just great yeah. but yeah that that was a highlight i'd say um our work with opera here on campus yes. with with damien savarino yes. has just been fantastic um i don't know a if I have a favorite, prop, I, I I feel like the when we did the medium mm -hmm. uh, by Minotti, that was a really big turning point. I I sort of felt yes. 
yeah. know, just sort of qualitatively what what we're doing, and that's, yeah. that still sticks with. Well, me. you know, but that first Johnny Skeeky, oh, I mean, that was yeah. the first yeah, really staged right. opera with orchestra, Absolutely. and we wouldn't be where we are with our opera program if oh, we had for to start. Sure. That's right, and uh, that was yeah. a wonderful evening. Yeah, I was, it was. thrilled. I love that when we got to that. You know, it's it's uh, for me. It's I look back and I remember you know interviewing you, and then I remember <laughs> interviewing Damien at the very first thing, telling him I love opera and I would love to see an opera program here. Yeah which we had nothing at that time. Well, and, and what a job he has done oh, and you really with him has. Yeah. in in building that up. And of course, now I tell everyone, yes, we came in second place to the University of Michigan in yeah. Ann Arbor in the American <laughs> That's right. Prize. That's right. You know, <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's really, I mean, he's just put so much energy and creativity and just great musicianship and, and theatrics, mm-hmm. all the all the stuff you need for opera behind mm-hmm. that. It's just been, yeah. been yeah. great to be a... <laughs> to to hitch on to that wagon yes. <laughs> because it's it, that's been wonderful. For well, us. For, it's been it's great for us as musicians in the orchestra. I mean, there's well, that's it. That's the that's the foundation of our playing is is in opera pits. Absolutely. You know? Well, so. I don't know. They always said that about conductors. You know, it is right. Well, of course, what. The one line I remember is always, if you can handle the tenors, you can handle anybody. Uh, that's, that right. That. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. But the, the whole German system, you know, where you just started conducting opera and oh, kind yeah. of worked your way up. Oh, yeah. And, and, then, uh, if, and then if, if you yeah. can do that. Yeah. 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 There's, there's nothing that a concert <laughs> orchestra is going to yes. throw at you that's yes. going to be very challenging. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still remember singing the offstage chorus at... Uh, for Dr. Faust, the Buzoni, Buzoni oh, Dr. Right. Faust, when I was a student. Oh, my goodness. And uh, Tibor oh, Cosmo. in Indiana? Yes, at Indiana, Indiana, and Tibor Cosmo was conducting. And uh, my next piano lesson, I mentioned that I was singing in that chorus, and, and Walter Roberts said, well, did Tibor shriek? <laughs> 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 and I said, yes, he did. And he, he, went on at, he went on for, I'd say, I don't know, at least 10 minutes talking about how hard <laughs> it was to hold everything together. And we had to watch <laughs> because we're up there and they're over there and they're, well, there, you know, and the <laughs> I, did, I don't know if I, I told you about my experience just this last, last weekend, weekend before, I think it was uh, October 31st, November 1st of, of keeping together. I was conducting the South Dakota All-State Orchestra. Oh my goodness. Okay. And so we're in Sioux Falls for the weekend. Uh-huh. And uh, so the orchestra, big orchestra, 150 players. That's right. a, you know, a double-sized orchestra. Yeah. Um, but uh, the way that they had it set up there, the choir and the orchestra rehearsed the same weekend, and then they performed on the same concert, broadcast on public television all across South Dakota. And um, so I, I was I was conducting the orchestra, and the choir was conducted by Andrew Last from uh, Luther College in Iowa. And um, we did you know an orchestra set, then one piece with chorus and orchestra that I conducted, then the choral set and then a final piece with choral uh, chorus and orchestra that mm-hmm. uh, Andrew conducted and say it's a 150 piece orchestra and a 937 voice chorus <laughs> so we had a total of 1087 people it really was a symphony of a thousand it was then. a sim- yeah. you know you and I, I should have done Mahler eight <laughs> I know but you know instead we did Vaughn Williams the antiphon uh-huh. from the five mystical songs which was great yeah but um uh, I, it was large. We were in an arena, a minor league hockey arena <laughs> with a, you know, a, a stage floor put down and there were four full bleachers of singers up, up there. It would have to be an arena like that. It would, where else could you put that many singers? Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and I, I had an earpiece with a microphone, like a, like a pop singer, you know, or, or, or yes. a, a theater, uh, a actor, singer. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
you know, I go into rehearse the chorus, just the chorus and piano, and I start speaking, and there's this maybe second, a half second to second and a half delay of my voice. And I said, oh, wow. This yeah. is a different animal. Yes. I would <laughs> you think you would have to kind me. of slow your tempos down a bit or maybe or just leave space anyway. For the... yeah, you know, it's, I did it with articulation. There yeah. we go. Sure. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of you working with the chorus, a lot mm-hmm. of consonants, a lot of, uh-huh. you know, put the yes. a bigger space here, a bigger yes. space here so yeah. we could hear everything. Yeah. Um, which I didn't really know if we could hear everything or not. Right. I, no, right. But I, but somebody had posted a video on Facebook of the performance and I said, okay, it came it, through. It, it came get, through. The, the, Excellent. It, yeah. it worked. The diction worked. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> That's just amazing. Well, um, so this Friday night, what, yes. what, what are you going to be performing? It is a, let's say, kind of a red meat romantic era <laughs> kind of concert. Um, so we've, we've uh, a few years ago, started in the fall doing a family concert as our first performance. That, that we did uh, during uh, Homecoming weekend, uh, mm-hmm. a Saturday morning concert. And... Um, and I've done different things with the second concert in the fall. Sometimes we'd do a com- try to do a completely different program with, or maybe with a little bit of overlap. But they're so close together time-wise, plus throwing in mm-hmm. fall break, that I do a lot of overlap between the two performances. Plus, we tend to have very different audiences. So, uh, so I say that because uh, several of the pieces were built for our, our, were programmed for our family concert. So they're pieces around a theme of telling a story in this particular case. A lot of a lot of program music as well as a symphony. So the pieces um, are Finlandia by Sibelius, um, a piece called Kikimora, a little less known, by uh, uh, Leodoff, Anatole Leodoff, and that's uh, uh, about a seven-minute programmatic piece. Um, tone poem? Yeah, it's a, it's a tone poem about this legend of like a, a Russian house witch mm-hmm. that waits until everybody goes to sleep and then comes out and haunts the children and breaks dishes and th- it's you know what are those quirky Causes mischief it, yes. mischief yes exactly so <laughs> I, it it I think of it as um, uh, kind of like um, Sorcerer's Apprentice yes. by uh-huh. Dukas sort of a similar kind of piece to that uh-huh. uh, then the Pier Gint Suite by yes. Edvard Grieg so instead of um, incidental music very familiar yes yeah, so that's a lot of very familiar music and then the um, second half is the Borodine second symphony so not a program work yes. but cut from a similar cloth yeah. of um, you know very lyrical very oh, exciting it's a yeah. beautiful piece yeah it is. and uh, yeah. so that's that's uh, that's this first i'll say first regular concert because yes. the, the family concert you know is a little different atmosphere we do demonstrations of instruments and we had an instrument petting zoo and all that and this is much more yes. we're going to play and but the family the concert was a great, a great event, and I was, oh, I was uh, bowled over. Um, as I told you, I got there just a little bit late, and I was, mm-hmm. I was just, um, I was so pleased to see such a full house. So there was a large yeah, audience there. It really was, and it was um, great. All three of our events that day actually had good audiences: the uh, yeah. concert choir and the mm-hmm. jazz band, uh, larger than usual, I would say, for our ensembles. Yeah. It seemed like, and so that was that was a, it was a great day. The orchestra sounded fantastic. Oh, so I know they're going to sound even better. <laughs> a little more seasoning. So, well, there's always something that happens after the of first course. performance. You know, even, and certainly if it's some of the same repertoire. But, but regardless <laughs> of that, just there's a kind of cohesion that happens in the group after the first performance. Sure. That, yes. Know, yeah. Getting out in front of people makes yeah, a difference, doesn't it? Does. It? it really yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a wonderful evening. So I um, uh, hope, uh, hope we have another wonderful audience I to hear so. it. Yes. I hope so. Yeah. But we'll, we'll play for <clears throat> whoever's there. <laughs> so, Tim, looking, yeah. looking ahead, of course, you have your work uh, with, no, am I saying this right, American Youth Philharmonic? Yes, is that, correct? that is correct. And that's down yeah. in Washington, D.C. Yes. So you get to work with some really talented yeah, high school kids there. High school kids, wonderful students. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're um, actually, we just had a concert a few weeks ago of, um, See the Wagner Rienzi Overture, the Berlioz Roman Carnival. So I'm just thinking very 19th century mm-hmm. here, and uh, the Brahms Second Symphony. Oh wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's uh, kind of on a theme of <laughs> one of the models I'll use sometimes in programming is awkward cocktail party. Uh, com- composers who maybe would not have really gotten along socially yes, or didn't yes. didn't agree with each other aesthetically, but I think they kind of work together because they're just different enough. Uh, yes, and yeah, <laughs> Wagner and Brahms definitely f- would fit <clears throat> that category. Well, I love the fact that you're you're conducting uh, Borodin and Brahms so close to symphonies so close yeah. to each other. Yeah, so, that's uh, right. There's some there's some interesting parallels and differences that's true. there. They're, absolutely, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really, really interesting. I think they're even the same key, right? Are they both in D? Am I remembering right? Um, B minor and B minor. Yeah. B minor. <laughs> yeah. So uh, relative so yeah. minor. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, okay. so yes. Yeah. yeah yes okay. enough. Although he goes a lot into B major in that. Uh, that symphony, <laughs> of course which he does. does. Make it, of course he does. Gives its own challenges. Yeah, I'm remembering but, uh, now. The beginning is is my yeah. Oh well, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, my you know I'm I'm lucky to hang on at all at this point. Oh, it's, aren't, we, aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the other thing I'm looking forward to is um, you're doing an opera gala or an opera yes. what are you calling uh, that? we're calling it opera pops opera pops yeah, there we is, are uh yeah it's an opera gala kind so of so this concert. is really something new for our opera program because choral arts is going to sing right so we're going to have yes. the choir and so you do it's, some probably some big so we do big uh, uh opera choruses chorus yeah, yeah we're we're still hammering out a few of the details of exactly mm-hmm. what's but I, I think we've got a pretty good Handle well, in the us, spring, so. I'll have to have another podcast with you and Damien uh, and yeah. Joy. And Joy, that would be and, great. Yeah and, yeah, and and see what's really up with that program. Right. <laughs> so that's just... <laughs> It'll be settled by then. A little teaser here yeah. uh, for, what, <laughs> for uh, what's should, coming in the it spring. It should be great. I know uh, Damien just had auditions, and mm-hmm. it's just so... Uh, Things are pretty well solidified right. on that end. So, we'll, we're, yeah. so we're working towards that. Yeah. In the meantime, we have a great concert coming up Friday night, so... Um, uh, look, look forward to that. Forward and to as, it. as always, it has been a great pleasure to talk well, with you today. And thank you very much, Richard. Yeah. And thanks for doing this podcast. Yeah. I think this is wonderful. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks. And I will see you soon. All right. Sounds great. Thanks. This is Richard Robertson from the Dean's Office. <laughs>